welcome to Getting Better Acquainted. I'm Dave, and I'm the person who puts this stuff together. At the moment, I'm in the process of making some changes in my life in terms of where I live. So I'm in the process of moving from London to Lancaster, which was where I went to university and I stayed there a few years after that. But I haven't been there for 15 years and I'm going back. And so I'm in the process of sorting that out. Because of that, I've decided that I'm going to put out some replayed episodes for the next four weeks. And these next four weeks happen to be the four weeks of the Edinburgh Festival, which is a festival I love that I used to go to every year, but haven't been able to go to for a few years due to life and finances. And every year when you're not in Edinburgh, but you used to go to Edinburgh, it's a bittersweet thing because you see all of your friends go and you hear about their amazing shows and you kind of wish you were back there. But also, you know, Edinburgh's a mixed bag of things. It's quite complicated to deal with in terms of mental health in some ways and all sorts of things like that so you also kind of are reminded of the reasons why it's quite nice not to be in Edinburgh Uh, so you're filled with lots of different emotions or at least I am and because of that I thought that the four episodes that I would put out would be live shows that I've recorded at the Edinburgh Festival so on the show there could be a sense of that thing that I'm missing out of that wonderful thing that is the experience of taking a show to the Edinburgh Festival. Some context for all four conversations. Most of them were recorded in 2014 and one of them was recorded in 2015. The people that you're listening to are the versions of us from four years ago. So there will be changes between us then and us now. There'll be changes in terms of the kinds of things we're talking about. We may have chosen to change our language or we may have learned more about things or whatever. So I don't always agree or like the way that I express myself in all of these episodes, even though it's a closer version of me than I normally put out when I put out Getting Better Acquainted replayed. I still don't always agree with myself and I'm sure the same goes for my guests. Another thing to keep in mind is the shows we're talking about are no longer the current shows. Please don't go to those venues. That's not happening this year. These are time captures from the past uh, and so none of the details are relevant anymore. For this last episode of GBA Replayed Edinburgh Live, it's a conversation from a year later than the other three. It's a conversation that I had with Samantha Mann. It's a a very special episode to me in the history of getting better acquainted. It's an episode that inspired my magical realist podcast drama series, The Family Tree, in which there's an amazing performance from Charles Adrian, who is somebody who sounds very much like Samantha Mann. Uh, but of course, he, he isn't Samantha Mann because Samantha Mann is uh, a real person. And so this is a conversation uh, that you're going to hear between me and uh, a real person that inspired me to make a podcast uh, where I talk to fictional people. Uh, make of that what you will, uh, but you know, you could make of it that Samantha Mann is a character played by Charles Adrian, um, but she isn't, as you'll hear, she's super real. And it was a real pleasure to interview her at the Edinburgh Festival at the last Edinburgh I went to, actually. So listening to this episode brings back lots of emotions for me of a really great Edinburgh that 
was one of my favourites, the last one I did. It was a, a real great Edinburgh for me. I got the balance really good between making sure that there was space to nourish myself and to be separate from the noise of the festival and really experiencing the best things about the Edinburgh Festival. So it was a, a great year for me uh, and this conversation was one of the highlights of that year. Uh, hello everybody uh, in the audience and everybody in the podcast listening audience. That is the sound of a genuine uh, Edinburgh glass being knocked on the floor, podcast listening audience. Right, so yes, uh, this is a live recording of the show Getting Better Acquainted, which is a conversation podcast where I have conversations with people I know, from my closest friends and family to people that I might have once met at a party. In fact, now you're all in the room, you could, you could be guests on my show, that's how simple it is. Uh, I just have to meet you. Um, yes, and so there's lots of shows about famous people, but this show is about the rest of us. It's what I used to say before I sort of started meeting a few sort of famous people, and then it sort of like upsets them when I do that in the intro. Um, so yes, so welcome to Getting Better Acquainted, um, this is the theme tune. I want to get better, please make me better, I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. And today, we're getting better acquainted with Samantha Mann. Hello. Hey. Hello, Samantha. Goodness, thank you very much. I hope it lives up to your, your um, enthusiasm. Do I speak into the... I have to speak yes, into the in, mic. Yes, into okay, the mic. You, you, can, you, can, you can pick it up and hold it if you want, oh, right, or you can exactly. do it in, the, in, in this kind of a way. I might yeah, hold mine, is... I think. Um, but yes, it's... A very awkward way to have it. Oh, dear. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's, it's very unnatural. Normally, right. this, this podcast is completely about natural uh, communication, but uh, now we've got microphones and an audience. I know. It's very strange. It's a very strange. And I should say, before we... St- I'm sorry not to take no, over, no, no. but I should probably say um, I'm a little bit under the weather at the moment, so that's going to... You're probably going to... Not, not that you... I mean, you don't need to, it's not your fault. You don't need to worry about it, but I am... I do have the, the fringe cold oh, do uh, you? Them, which seems jolly unfair because i'm not really performing in the fringe so i don't think i should be getting it but um somehow i've touched yes. somebody or touched something that's touched somebody who had it so yeah well um, i shall i shall try i shall try to uh, uh, not not to breathe in your air don't uh, no that's but, uh, right but it's, not, it's not personal imagine uh, that just, i have uh, some horrible s- wasting disease or something i don't <laughs> at all it's just a, it's, i mean it's not it's not even very painful at the moment it's just well i've taken the medication i shall probably be a little bit I don't know, wobbly, but don't worry about it. Just That's carry okay. on. You, if I if all, if I fall silent or, or anything, just you carry on. You well, fill in the. Well, I'm, I'm used to I'm aware filling in space. A, yeah, it's a podcast, right? So and it's, it's a live important. one, so I have to make sure there's no space today. Oh, normally, right, I, right. I get to edit out the spaces normally, but not today. Oh, so if I say something very stupid, you can't. Well, I won't. I can, but I won't. Right, edit it's jolly out. good. So good that I know that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, making that clear. Right, okay. right, jolly good. Um, so yes, the first question that I ask everybody is, how do you know me? Ooh, um, I think. Well, I think you introduced yourself after there was there was a um, an evening in um, Brixton of all places. I think at the Dog Star uh, that George Lefkowitz organised. Do you remember that? It was a um, he has a thing called Flea Circus, and I think I was he, he invited me to come and do a, a bit of something. I can't yeah. remember what I did. And you were in the audience, and you said um, afterward, you said, "Hello, I'm I'm Dave Pickering," and um, yeah, I do that to people. 
And I, I mean, I think I probably knew... Like, as if they know I, me, but they don't know me. I think I, I must have seen you on the street in Edinburgh. Yes. Because we, were, we had venues next to each other, didn't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. So I, the first time I remember... properly met. Yeah, the first time I remember meeting you was, was you were flyering outside the kind of... Uh, right. Yeah, we had venues close to each other and you were flyering. In the um, dead end of town. In the like dead end of time. Time, town, but yeah, very, very, very... Right. No one came to that show because they couldn't find it. Um, which is quite a common thing for people on the fringe. As um, soon so as you have to say, well, you walk past John Lewis and go down the hill, people go, no, well, I don't think that's... <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, not Edinburgh anymore, is it? Yeah, so that's, that's, how, that's how I met you. That's right. Um, and, I, yeah, and I booked you for my night, uh, Stand Up Tragedy, which you performed at. Uh, that's right, yes. Yeah, yes. a few times now, I think. In fact. Uh, uh, I think t- uh, twice, and I you, think. And you, yeah, and you hosted it last well, night. Well, ho- that's right, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it. It's the only guest hosted uh, one that we've done in Edinburgh that I've actually sat in the audience for. And oh, well, I was very, very pleased to have it you. in your capable hands. Well, thank you. That's they very kind of you. I mean, my, I was very pleased that I just cho- chose four people that I thought would be interesting, and they, they were. So they were. It's very easy. I mean, it, I have a little bit, I suppose, less respect for what you do now, having seen how <laughs> easy it is to do uh, it. Well, there's a, there, is, there is absolutely no reason to have any respect for what I do. Uh, but yes, I'm glad that you've still got some. Um, no, I, I mean, I'm very fond of you, Dave. And I don't <laughs> want you to, I'm just being silly. You should, have, you should have banned anyone coming in. I'm showing off for the, for the people in the room. Yeah, it's hard not to show off for the people in the room they're when they're in the room. They're so lovely. And they're, you just see their ghostly outlines of faces. It's very, <laughs> you can imagine them all smiling away. It's lovely. You're, you're right as well. I'm just like, yeah, they are. They, they, they do are. seem to be smiling, which is a, a nice, nice change from what happens to me most of the time when I'm in a room <laughs> with lots of people. So yes, uh, the second question that I ask everybody is, what do you do now? So I'm a, I'm a librarian, um, which I have to confess to. It's not it's not my dream. It never was actually. Um, I'm just very fond of books. And somebody said, well, have you ever thought of being a librarian? I, well, yes, of course. I mean, that's the first thing you think of, isn't it? When you're very fond of books and you're looking for something to do with your life. You don't have an awful lot of qualifications. And, um, I mean, obviously I have a librarian's qualification. You have to, it's jolly rigorous. But, um, <laughs> not, you know, in the sense of I couldn't have become a scientist or anything. Um, so, I'm a, yes, so I'm a library. I work in a library um, in, a, in a building that I can't tell you an awful lot about um, because, as, I said, uh, as I've said before, I, you know, I've signed the official secrets. Yeah. Act, so, it's a, it's a, so I can't, you know, I can't tell you about it, but um, it is, I mean, I can tell you about the library. It's a very small, it, we have, I mean, I probably can't tell you what's in it, actually. But anyway, so the point <laughs> is, it, uh, it, that's what I do day to day. It's a, it's a part-time job. I job share with, I have a colleague. Yeah. Who, fortunately, I don't... Sorry, you wanted to... No, 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 you go on. I like people to talk. I don't like to interrupt them, but I'm not very good at not interrupting. It's a, it's a complicated matrix to, well, to navigate. Okay. Put your hand up when you have a, a question. <laughs> um, so I... Um, and I would, what I would like to do, because I work, so I work, um, it depends, uh, I don't have a very fixed schedule. My colleague and I, we, we somehow muddle through when, you know, when she needs to be off, I work more days, and when I need to be off, you know, here, for example, I'm up at the fringe at the moment, um, she's, she's doing what she does, which is, well, which I'll have to undo when I, when I get back <laughs> at the end of the month, um, um, but... Um, uh, and so, uh, but what I would like to do, and, and uh, would like to do more of, is, is, is really be a spoken word artist that's what i you know that's my uh, uh, dream that's who you that's who you feel you are uh, yeah, i suppose on the inside yes if you want to use that sort of language yes <laughs> yes that's right that's how i it's somewhere inside me there's a there's a spoken word artist bursting to get out clamoring shouting very quietly at the back of my throat um, <laughs> something like that and uh, and i'm also um 
I'm also training, I'm doing a correspondence course in agony aunting, in case that doesn't work out. That's, that's sensible. Okay. I mean, it, yeah, I think you're my first guest on my show that, uh, that signed the Official Secrets Act. It's going to be an interesting... Normally well, perhaps nobody else talks about it. It's yeah. probably, I shouldn't probably tell you that I have signed it. I don't know, there's probably a clause in there that says don't tell anyone you've signed it. But, um, so, well, it's not... How many people listen to this? Is it Qu- going to quite, be? quite a few these days, yeah. yeah, yeah it was no even editing. mentioned in the Financial Times oh the other word. day. Goodness me. I know. Oh, very, very well. My respect has gone up a little bit. So <laughs> there we are. So yeah, I, I thought that one would impress, the impress you. Yeah. Yes, very much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, you've, you've signed the Official Secrets Act, so we can't talk about where you work, but you, you, are, you are a librarian. I, I am a librarian. I mean, librarian. And, and one of the things I do on this show, I mean, I don't know if you've listened, to, have you listened to the show? Before? I have, yes, I did a bit of research, yes. I yeah, listened to a few of them. They're jolly long, aren't they? They are long. On the whole, but... Um, I get that a lot. People right. say I that a lot. I spend a lot of time at home doing not very much. So, yes, I'm a rabbit and I have listened. Um, he was less patient than I was, actually, but... Um, <laughs> We enjoyed it very much, yes. Cool. Well, I mean, what I tend to do is I sort of find connections often between myself and the guest. And uh, I, I, I worked for quite a few years for the, for the library. I was a library assistant. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for, for over 10 years, I worked as a library assistant. Not as a librarian. Right. As a library well, no, assistant, well, yes, as you'll know, uh, you only need like five GCSEs to be a library assistant. Right. You need a whole degree and all of that stuff to be what you are. So well. I'm, I'm impressed by that. Um, but yeah, I always found librarians were an interesting kind of uh, group of people. Yes, interesting is one of those words, isn't it? That it, it covers all kinds of types. I mean, it's, uh, you, all sorts of things can be interesting, can't they? In a, in a, yes. I mean, it depends. Yes, I suppose it depends. Well, I mean, it depends. yes. I mean, they, yes. I'll just say yes. Yes, they are an interesting group of people. Yes, we are an interesting group of people. Yes. And I mean, and so you said that you became a librarian because uh, you had a love of books. I mean, when yes. when do you when do you first remember books coming into your life? I don't, I mean, I don't remember. It's really before I remember. Um, I've, I've always loved books. I mean, I remember a time before I could read, and it was jolly frustrating. I remember that. Um, and I would, I would look at the books and wonder, you know, and, and now it's very strange because I, um, I sometimes come across a book that I read you know, when I was very, very small in somebody's house, maybe, you know, one of the more popular children's books of the time. And they're not at all as I remember them. I must have made up, you know, quite a lot of the story around what the pictures said. Um, yeah, so I mean that's no but sorry, that wasn't well the answer to your question. Well, it's, it, uh, that, that, don't, don't worry about answering the questions. In a way, no, but guests never answer the questions. Uh, that's kind of the. I'm, really, I, I'm trying to do everything right. I just, I'm trying to get it absolutely. I mean, totally I mean all, all the questions are is just a, a, a way of crowbarring. A prompt. Yeah, yeah, prompt. A prompt. Absolutely. So, I, I mean. I shall relax. I shall breathe in and breathe uh, out. And I mean, I, I guess if you, if you remember <sighs> sort of getting into yeah, books yeah. when you were a, a, a young child, I mean, did your parents read to you? water break um yes they must i think they must have done um i think my father probably read read to my brother and me yes i think that's right um he was rather um i think he used to, you know he used to do all the voices and that sort of thing it was you know I, yes absolutely absolutely i think i'm probably that was the that was the gateway into the idea that these things were going to be you know worlds of worlds of of, of wonder and, and mystery and, and excitement yes I yeah think so. And I guess so. Y- you you now are interested in becoming a spoken word artist. You've been doing it for quite a f- few years now, and I've booked you for my That's night, right, as yes. we've said. I mean, so I mean, is there co- a connection between you know your love of books and your love of words? I mean, that seems like an obvious connection, right? Yes, but I suppose there. I mean, it, it's the same. It's you know the difference between being a consumer and being a, a producer, isn't it? Um, I think there are probably lots of people who read and read and read and never have any desire to to write anything themselves. Um, 
And for years, I mean, I didn't write anything for years and years. And it was really the first year I came up to the Edinburgh Festival. Because originally I came up here, um, obviously I came up here as a, as a, what do you call it, a, a punter. Um, I think it's known as it. Um, I, I don't know where, that's a racing term, isn't it? I don't know where that comes from. It's, Why? it's used punting. in lots of contexts, I think. Yeah. Right. I mean, I always imagine a, a boat on a pole. I don't, I, I'm not sure, you know, whether the way that's, you couldn't punt around Edinburgh, could you? Um, I mean, you could try. I don't know, punt on wheels, perhaps, and push it around. <laughs> Robbery, robbery over the cobbles. Um, but um, so I came up, sorry, to watch, and then uh, and then and then I was inspired because I was, so I, you know, I'm this is, and I always used to tell people this. I'm, you know, I am something of a homebody, and uh, and one, you know, uh, one day a friend of mine said to me, "Why don't you? You need to get out a little bit more." Um, and so what I thought because I'd read, you know, I'd read an article in the Guardian about burlesque um, and that it was becoming you know rather fashionable it, I don't do that anymore but um, I did I did do a little I thought I well I could work off a little number it's something that people like me are doing apparently um, and it's you know not at all you know nothing I didn't take any but I um, mean you know it just you know it was a um, you know it was more of a it was a it was just to be on stage really and move around to music um you know, I took my coat off um, <laughs> as part of the uh, the routine, and it was jolly. You know, it was very exciting. And so I, I thought, well, what I would do, I'd come up, and I, you know, the free fringe existed at that point. So I, I got myself a space, and I, and I, you know, I, I did that, and I told a couple of stories to fl- flesh out because you know the burlesque it was only about eight minutes long, and I thought probably people wouldn't pay very much for eight minutes, would they? But um, so I fleshed it out, and I invited guests, and so on. It was rather fun. Um, and and while I was doing that, I think, and this is so George Leskovitz comes back into the story. I think I came to do a some sort of slam here in this room actually in the, oh. in the banqueting hall of the Banshee Labyrinth um, and I told the story about being on a coach and um, and I didn't win win the slam because the person who was judging it said it wasn't poetry oh, which was contentious because it wasn't a poetry slam right, um, okay. so I felt that, <laughs> that was rather unfair actually um, but then uh, then I thought to myself well well why shouldn't I write poetry um, you know if that's what's going to win me slams so um <laughs> So I did start, and I was, you know, and I met all these poets, and I thought, well, you know, it doesn't seem terribly difficult. So I thought, you know, let's <laughs> let's give it a go. Yeah, uh, I mean, so and, and then you worked on your show, Love, Death, and and the Rabbit. Right? That's right. Stories about love, death, there and the rabbit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I kind of I, I came to see that last year. And right. I, I liked it a very lot. Very kindly. Thank you very uh, much. I mean, so what? Wh- why is it called Stories about Love, Death, and a Rabbit? Oh, good. Is it so? That, well, you just have to choose a title, don't you? At some point, you know, they they write to you and they say, "What are you going to put in the program?" And you say, "Well, I don't." I mean, I because I always used to call my shows an evening with Samantha. That was it, um, because I thought that was you know that's pretty much it. Really, that's what it was. That's all I was promising. Um, you spend some time with me. I don't. You know, there's nothing else I can uh, you know uh, assure you of. But um, um, but then you know, I thought, and then I got an afternoon slot. Um, so I thought, well, I can't keep calling it an evening with Samantha. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That would be an afternoon with Samantha sounds endless. So I thought, um, <laughs> you know, it does. You, goodness me! Um, and I certainly, you know, I wasn't planning to offer any refreshments. So I, so I thought, well, what is it? What is? What am I doing? And I thought, well, probably what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be talking about. I mean, there's a certain amount about about love in there, um, and because I, you know, I'd already been telling some of the stories um, the year before, so I knew a little bit. And obviously, the rabbit is important uh, because I've been looking after my friend Angela's rabbit, so the rabbit comes into it. Um, and death is everywhere. It, it is, yeah. Yeah. So that's um, there we are. That's why. That's that was the reason. I mean, and and so I mean, so yeah. I mean, you, you so you're 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 looking after your friend's rabbit. I mean, you, you seem to have been looking after your friend's rabbit for quite a long time. I know. Well, you don't have to tell me that. I'm very well aware of that. Um, she doesn't seem to be coming home from Argentina. I mean, d- d- she comes home for visits, obviously, but um, I think more to visit the rabbit actually. 
I mean, wh- surely after a certain amount of time of having a rabbit, the rabbit be- becomes like kind of yours. Or like, you know, if you've had it, don't for that even long. say it. Don't even say it. I'm not. No, <laughs> not going down that road. It's still very much Angela's rabbit. I mean, yeah. How do you feel about that rad- rabbit? How do you feel towards it, like per- on a personal level? Well, I suppose. Well, if I'm being completely honest, I mean, I do ham it up a little bit for the show. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not averse to him. He's a. I mean, after I suppose after a while, when you've shared a space with with anything at all, you start to become, you know, some of my great aunt's furniture. I'm almost fond of <laughs> at this stage, and and I think the rabbit probably the same. Um, you know, there are times when he does something disgusting in the in the linen cupboard or whatever, and you know, one feels a little bit less keen. Um, sure. But no, he's a. I mean, he's a he's a reassuring presence. You know, a nice, you know, fairly hefty weight on one's chest in the morning, that sort of thing. Right. Um, and, it, you know, it's rather nice. I mean, I'll miss him when he goes, certainly, certainly. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, the love part of it, I mean, of, the, of that show, I mean, would you say that you're, you've been unlucky in love? If that, if that, I mean, that's an unfair, that's a, not a nice thing to say to someone, but I'm trying to, I'm just, I'm just no, trying I to draw you. No, I think that's probably a nicer way of putting it, actually. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, it, all the responsibility has shifted onto some um, impossible, invisible um, entity that doesn't exist. Um, no, I don't think I've been unlucky. In, I mean, I, I think it's probably my fault. Um, but um, no, I haven't. I haven't. I mean, it hasn't been a, hasn't been a smooth journey. I don't. I mean, I don't, you know, obviously, I don't. I mean, you've seen the show, so I don't know. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't want to talk a lot about it. But um, it is. Yes, I mean, something I find. I don't. It's difficult, isn't it? I mean, it is. I mean, it's just not something. You know, you look around and you see people finding it jolly easy, and it seems very unfair. But um, I don't know if it. I mean, you know, fairness doesn't come into it, does it? It's just the way it is. And uh, you know, I'm jolly resilient. I'm. You know, I'm very. I. I. You know, I quite like being on my own in many ways so um and i mean would you say that you've been in love mm, well that, mm, goodness um in love um ooh, um well, i suppose um well i don't know i think it's a very difficult question to answer isn't it um what constitutes in love does what i mean does it have to be reciprocated to count? I, I don't, don't know if that's. I don't think it does. Well, I, I, I suppose unrequited I love is still love, you know. I don't because love. I don't know if I. Love, you know, it's such a huge thing, isn't it? It. it um, I I have loved. I think I would say it. I would say that I have. Yes, I have loved. I'm not. I'm not trying. I would say I. I don't know. I'm not trying. I don't know. I I say it probably. I have. Yes, I have. I have. I think I've. You know. I just put it like that. I have. Yes, I have loved. I think I would say that. I mean that's fair enough. Don't feel like you have to say anything that you don't want to say. Oh well, no, I don't. I mean, it's I want to be. I'm not that kind of a no, podcast. I, you know, I understand. And I, well, I feel you know rather like I'm in the psychiatrist's chair here. I don't know. If they, I know people say all sorts of. I was listening to who is it? That politician. That um, she's a woman. Um, conservative politician. Theresa May. No, no. Um, she's she's very strident and um, she has a rather unfortunate voice. Unfortunately, but I think she's quite nice underneath. Um, I think she went on television programs and, um, well, I won't remember. Anyway, I heard her in the psychiatrist's chair and I think she said all sorts of things she wasn't meaning to, so that was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean... more interesting if I could remember who she was. But yes, <laughs> well, don't worry, that happens all the time. Uh, I always forget people's names when I'm doing the show, uh, but normally I can edit that out, but not tonight. Um, so, yeah. You forget the names of your guests. That's not the names goodness. of the guests. Right, okay, the name well, of, so I pe- see. of people, people or in books general, people or whatever. Those sorts of moments happen quite a lot when people forget stuff. So, yeah, I mean, so, and death is another part of that show title. Um, and it's a serious subject. And that's, just, uh, I make a show about serious subjects. I mean, that's why yes, I that's felt right, you were yes. appropriate for stand up tragedy, uh, because you, you deal with death and you talk about death a bit. Um, 
Yes, I, I, I think I probably skirt around it, but yes, I do. I do. It is. A, I mean, it is. It's unavoidable. I think when one talks about. I, mean, I do talk a little bit about my family, and there's, you know, they're not. They're none of them left. So you have to. You know, there is. You know, death is there. Yeah, I mean, and what what would you sort of describe? What what was your family like? Well, I think um, we're probably we, we there was there was a lot of. I think there was a lot of willpower in my family. We held ourselves together as a unit. We we travelled around. Um, you know, my father was a diplomat, and so we were, you know, posted all over the place. Um, and one becomes rather an island, I think. In you know, in amongst you, keep getting thrown into these different societies, and they're all, you know, very similar societies, diplomatic circles. You get a list of families. It's all right to invite to, to tea and so on. Um, it's an extraordinary thing now. I think about. You seem very normal then. You know, you just get a list of names. And you think, oh, these are, you know, these are the people. Um, they're going to be the people I will spend time with for the next four years. Um, but so I think you become very you become very self reliant as a as a unit, um, and you become very very resilient. Um, I'm not. I think we were. I don't know. I I you know I think we we're all rather brittle in a way. I think, um, and so we we bounced off each other. I think that's how I would describe it. Right. I mean, and so you you sort of you've mentioned your father a couple of couple of times. I mean, what what about your mother? What what was what was she like? She was, um, I think she probably, well, I mean, uh, she was interesting. I don't think she was really suited to the life. She was um, She was very worried about getting everything right uh, for a start, which I suppose I've inherited a little bit. Um, she was, you know, so all, the, all of the etiquette that goes with, with the entertaining and so on, it used to drive her in her absolute... There's a song, um, there's a song by, by Joyce Grenfell, I don't know if anybody knows it, about a dinner party um, where... Um, so the dinner party is being prepared, and it's exhausting for 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 the for the for the woman of the house because you know she doesn't do anything, but she's just worrying about it. And I always think of my mother when I hear that. I think yes, that's absolute you know absolute you know panics. Um, she didn't you know she she was more involved. I suppose she did used to set the table and so on and, and get everything ready. And, and but you know there was just a sort of general. She was always always worried about something. Always um, just desperately nervous that something was going to go wrong. Someone was going to spot a mistake, or um, I suppose. I don't know. Um, find her out in some way. I think that's probably how I would how I would put it. I think there was just a yes. Yeah, so she didn't relax. Right. And you think you and you feel like that's something that you've inherited to a certain extent. I mean, people tell me that. Yes. Yeah. I, think that I mean, I probably have to accept that there's a certain amount of truth I'm in that. Yes. I mean, I've certainly myself inher- inherited many kind of problematic. Uh, behaviors from my mum and uh, in a similar way and uh, it's, it's a kind of complicated thing to to deal with I guess it is it is because you you well I suppose you want to be a different person don't you and you think you know it's the world is one's oyster that's what they keep telling you and then you find out that actually it isn't at all you're just you're doing exactly what what you saw done when you were younger yeah but I mean, I guess you can change it a little bit. I feel like I have changed it a little bit. Maybe you have too. But you're starting. I think I'm starting to try. Yes, yeah. I think that's. I mean, that's part of uh, that's part of all the, you know, the being a spoken word artist and and going into you know performing and so on, which is you know jolly, um, it's jolly nerve wracking in many ways. I mean, I think I enjoy it when I do it, but um, I think it is it is a it's an attempt to to try something different. Yeah, and I guess the l- the last part of your family is your your brother, right? Right, Hugo. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so you know, I get, he's no longer with us, right? That's right. Yes, yes. Um, and, you, and 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 what was he? What was, what was Hugo like? And what was your relationship with him? It well, all I mean, all sorts of things. Um, it's very difficult to to pin Hugo down. Um, he was. I mean, and, 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 it, I, and I'm aware that it's easy to romanticize um, 
the relationship and, and so on. You know, I remember all the fun things that we did together and I forget all the awful things he did. Um, he was, a, you know, he was, a, I think you'd call him a prankster now. Um, he was always doing, I don't know, he used to, I mean, I remember there was a Halloween when he absolutely, I, I mean, I nearly vomited. It was just terrifying. Um, but um, he was, and he was, so he could be a little bit, but I don't think, again, you know, because it was just him and me, so we were jolly close. Um, so it wasn't, um, you know, he, he he wouldn't do anything to upset that, but he was, you know, he did have he had all this energy which had to go somewhere. I think that's probably what it was, um, and so, you know, it was a bit like uh, you never you never quite knew what was going to happen. It could be jolly exciting or it could be jolly terrifying, and um, not you know, I never feared for my safety or anything like that, um, but. Um, you know, he was he would just he would he was the sort of person who would who would who would throw stones at trains and things like that just to see what happened. Um I mean we all know what was going to happen, you know, I mean but anyway, so but um so but anyway, so I mean it's uh, you know, hospital visits and so on were fairly regular. Um and but I mean he was yes, I mean he was fun. He was fun and he was but he was also I think he was also jolly he had his own demons, um, I think, and there was a time uh, particularly you know, when he was uh, when he was a teenager, I think you know he disappeared a little bit, and that was that was very difficult. Um, do you mean that emotionally, or do you mean? Yes, he I mean he no, away? I mean it, well, he d- you know he spent uh, he spent you know he went away to university and he spent less time with us. But no, I mean emotionally, he wasn't he wasn't as present as he had been, and I you know I remember finding that very hard. Um, and but I think you know he had his reasons, and uh, I respect that. And well, I mean, yeah, when you're growing up with, with I, I've got siblings too. You know, you have kind of complicated ch- children based relationships where you yes. know yes you're you're picking on each other or whatever but then as you grow older you get to uh, reconnect with your siblings as adults and you get to sort of like get to know them as people and realize they're just you know they're all right uh, in my in, the yes. in my case i mean what what was that like for you around around with, with hugo well um i mean well i suppose the first thing to say there wasn't an awful lot of time um to reconnect with him as an adult um you know, he 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 died. Um, you know, in his 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 mid twenties. So, um, I mean, he went. You know, he was he was at university, and then he went away. He was living in New York for a little bit, um, trying to be some sort of. I don't know. He was in finance somewhere. It wasn't. I mean, it didn't suit him at all. I don't know why he was doing that. But um, it's one of those things that people do, isn't it? They try and you know they try something on, and I suppose later on he might have, he might have you know found something that fit better. But. Um, you know, so I I visited him a couple of times in New York, and I met some of his friends, and and that was you know that was very nice, and and he, he you know he he was unsettled, and so I don't you know I don't think we did I don't think we did ever find uh, a more when when I you know when I think of the relationship that I that I have had with Hugo, um, you know I think of our childhood more. That was really when we were when we were close, and I and you know we would write to each other occasionally later on, but. Um, I mean, that's where I say I think the danger is that I romanticise it because uh, you know the, the truth is that once he went away to university, we we weren't we weren't so close anymore, um, and I like to think that we would have we would have come back again. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I mean, and obviously, if if this is too too personal and, and too 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 emotional, like in front of an audience and stuff like that, I mean, yes, I, you know, right, do, yes. do definitely tell me to to move away, and I will. Um, but I mean, what would, what would you, is there anything you'd like to say about the when when he died? I guess how how was how how did that happen? What was that about? Um, well, I I mean, I talk a little bit about it in in the, in the show. Um, sure, uh, I think it's probably important to say really. He, I mean, he died of AIDS. Um, which, you know, it, at, at the time, I think, you know, my parents didn't talk about it. 
um, at all. Um, I didn't talk about it very much at the time and uh, there was an awful lot of shame around it and stigma and so on. Um, and we didn't, I mean, we didn't understand it. And, and it was, you know, he was, for him it was jolly quick. So um, it was all rather bewildering, actually. Um, but, um, yes, it was, I mean, it was very difficult. And particularly because he was so far away. I think that was, you know, and, and so suddenly, you know, suddenly we, we heard that he was ill and then, and then the next thing was that, that he, he was gone. And, and, and we, you know, so that, I mean, I, I think I probably, you know, th those are things that I've, that I've, that I've been probably not thinking about yeah. for, for many years. And, um, you know, what with doing the show and so on, I've started thinking about them again and, uh. I mean, jolly difficult actually, because I don't, you know, I don't want to. It feels, it feels very, very self-indulgent, um, to you know, because it's really, and I don't want to, you know, because it's all about my feelings, and I don't want to, you know, it's not, I think that's not really, you know, I don't think that's very interesting for people, but. Um, well, I mean, I build a whole show around that. Well, and, and I'm not criticizing you for it. I think you know, <laughs> but uh, yours is jolly interesting, um, and that's, um, you know, because I, well, and I think you're, you know, you are talking about things that, um, not that I mean, this isn't about you, obviously, this, but, but, but you know, we are just, you know, if we do mention your, I, I very much enjoyed your show, actually. It was very, well, very enjoyable, well, thank and you. I think very important what you're talking about. Well, well, thank, thank you for that. Um, that uh, we're talking about what about the men uh, mansplaining masculinity, which is on at twelve oh five every day <laughs> at the Cabaret Voltaire, apart from uh, on Mondays uh, when I'm taking the day off. So, uh, yeah, I mean. So, so, so we've touched on your on your t on your family, and I guess, and, 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 and those are sort of th those are things that definitely do come through in your in your in your sort of spoken word performances. It feels like almost reluctantly, as you sort of have have have, have described. Yes, really, yes. you don't want to talk about them, but you seem compelled to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I think when I I mean I think I do want to talk about them, but I think it's a question. You know, I don't I don't always feel like I mean you know sometimes one goes to a, a spoken word performance and one just feels like. You know, you should probably be paying somebody to to do that rather than us paying to hear about it. Um, you know, it, 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 there's, a, there's a line, isn't there, between between therapy and entertainment, and one doesn't want to step <laughs> too much into the. And I suppose that's my so that's my dilemma. I don't want to, you know, because I'm aware that it is very it's very freeing to talk, you know, in front of an audience and so you know, I don't know who you are. You're all, as I say, ghostly faces, and it feels, you know, it doesn't feel very. It's not like a conversation. Because people don't talk back. Yeah, um, that's, that's kind of what's nice about it in some ways. That's right. That's yeah. I mean, they do talk back sometimes, but um, you know, then you then you you ask them to leave. Um, <laughs> it's not you know, <laughs> it's not that sort of show. Um, but um, yeah, so that I mean, I, so I am aware of. Uh, that, so I don't want to write too much. But I mean, no, if I do write about it, I want to write about it in a way that feels that that feels that I'm not I'm not asking for anything. I think that's the important thing. I mean, and do you feel like, I mean, because one of the things that stands out to me when I see your work, and it's one of the things I think makes it very relatable, um, but it, and it definitely I relate to it because I, I am like that, um, is that you, you sort of apologise a lot for, your, for yourself and for your, for your, and like you are... That's right. Uh, I yes, I haven't really thought about that, but yes, Emotional okay, states yes. and stuff like that. You, and, and uh, you know, yeah, have you, have, what, what, what like, why do you think you apologise so much, I guess, is what I'm oh, asking. I don't know. Oh, um... I mean, I'm trying I'm not I'm to apologise now for doing it. Um, no, you absolutely don't. I, please, um, don't, please don't apologise for it. I don't want to make I you feel uncomfortable. I, just, it, I suppose it's part of all that sort of. I mean, I suppose if I, yes, if I were to become psychological about it, I would say it probably. You know, they wa there wasn't much space for for that sort of thing at home. I think that's probably where it comes from. I mean, I you know there wasn't you know we weren't we weren't encouraged to have um, problems. Um, 
It does, you know, because there was so much else to worry about um, when, you know, when I was younger, um, what with, with entertaining people and so on, you know, there's all that sort of thing to, you know, whether the glasses are clean. So, you know, there isn't, there isn't really a lot of space for, 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 for grazed knees and so on. And I think that's probably still, you know, I still feel like that. I still probably feel a little bit like, um, you know, I'm just so, I'm so grateful when people come and, 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 you know, watch me perform and so on. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to overstep my welcome, I suppose, if that's the phrase. I, d I don't know if that's... Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the quality that makes people want to come, is this is this a fact that you apologise for yourself and you do feel so grateful. I think people are charmed by that. Um, but I guess that must be strange for you because it's kind of like they're charmed by something you're not intentionally charming them uh, to, with, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, it's always a mystery why, you know, the, wh why it is that people come and why they come again. I mean, it's a bit, it's an absolute mystery. I don't know, I mean, they're just, just, people are just only nice. It's very, um, it's very affirming. I think it makes me feel as though you know, in general, human nature is is is, is maybe you know more positive than negative. That's uh, yeah, certainly that's been my experience. So, p so people coming and watching you makes you feel good about humanity. Very much, yes. I mean, certainly, well, about that section of humanity that's in the room. Yes. Right, right, <laughs> yes. Absolutely right. It's obviously, it's small groups, isn't it? Absolutely. You're a fringe performer. Well, and yeah, well, absolutely. And small groups is, is, is yeah, it's about right for 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 having hope in humanity. I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, so, I mean, so we've talked about your family. Um, I mean, I, I guess there's there's two two elements that I'd like to sort of go from in terms of your family. I mean, so I, I think I'll do yeah, I'll do the first one first, <laughs> uh, as you do. Uh, so yes, I mean. Like so, you've got your family, and then you've also got your godson, right? Or at least I think you've yes. got a couple of godsons. I think I do. Well, I have. Yes, that's right. Um, and that's a tricky thing because obviously, well, I mean, there. Yes, I mean, there. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I have two. No, I mean, I don't. I mean, why? Why talk about the trickiness of it? It's just yes, absolutely. Yes, is the answer to that question. Yes, so it's a simple question, isn't it? It's got a simple answer. Yes, yes, is the answer. I have two godsons. And I mean, yes. and and, and Which how is a pleasure? It's absolute pleasure. How did you acquire them? Uh, well. Um, Again, something of a mystery. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I when I was um, years ago, when I was living in Paris, um, which is where you know, which is more or less where I ended up before I came back to London. Um, I was I was sharing a flat uh, with a woman um, who was very nice. We got on we got on well, um, and and you know, not I don't say we were we were close, but we were you know we got on very well. Um, and she had a rather she was pregnant at, at the time. Um, which is, you know, which is rather exciting, actually. Um, but um, and you know, she wasn't married or anything, um, and uh, and she and she had it was a rather difficult pregnancy, and so I was I was there for that, um, and and I think that probably, I don't know, perhaps that stayed with her, and so then she and then we, you know, and I moved back to London, and we would write to each other occasionally, um, and then and she she did get married, she settled down in Normandy. Uh, with a man who I, who I you know I visited them. He's a very nice. It's always strange, isn't it, when your friends find partners? They're never you're never quite as fond of the partners as you are of the friends. Um, but you know, I think it's important to make an effort, isn't it? One can become more fond. Um, and um, so he's, I mean, he's a very you know, nothing wrong with him. He's a bit stolid, but um, <laughs> one of those. I think probably they are in Normandy. Um, I the apples and so on. I'm not sure. Um, so, um, but he's. Um, so, but anyway, so and they've had and they've had children together, and 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 she has she has three children. Her youngest uh, became my first godson. I remember she wrote to me and she said, "Would you be godmother?" Um, and I, well, I said yes. And so, um, and it's been lovely actually. It has been, you know, it's been a reason for us to stay in touch. And the godson comes to stay quite regularly actually, um, which is charming. I think you know she just finds three children is rather a lot actually. So it's quite nice to farm them out from time to time. And he's very energetic, very. Um, 
and so it's a question of channeling that, um, which which I try to do as, as best I can. He's very fond of the rabbit. Um, I guess so they can entertain each other. That's quite useful in that respect. Well, I'm not. Yes, I'm not sure how entertained the rabbit is, but um, I don't know. I mean, you know, certainly exercised. Yes. <laughs> And what about your s- your other godson? And then the youngest um, is well, just uh, yes, a friend of mine from London um, suddenly had a child. It's actually, I mean, it's a, it's I say friend. Um, it's some. She's a. Um, she's the. I suppose the. I don't know. She's some sort of cousin of somebody that I used to know when when I was a child, um, traveling around. Um, and so she's you know she's the sort of person that I would meet at weddings and and so on. Um, and uh, I must have met her soon after she'd had a child. And and she said, you know, I've been in. Wondering if you would be, if you would be, which was extraordinary. You never, you know, why on earth do people think of you at these moments? But, um, but um, yes, yeah, so I'm, so I'm now, yes, I'm, I'm godmother to a second, which is difficult because I've invested an awful lot in the, in the older godchild, um, you know, emotionally and so on, and uh, I just don't know if there's space for another one. But I'm trying very hard. Um, so I don't want the younger one to have a, you know, a, le- a, a lesser experience as right. it were. But she doesn't seem to expect very much, the mother. Um, certainly, I haven't had to look after him for any length of time. Well, that, uh, yeah, that makes it a le- less, less of a drain on your time, That's right, I guess. Yes. Well, well I mean, yeah, not that I, you know, you know, I have a lot of time. It's not that I, yes, not that. So, I mean, you've, so you've More got... ingenuity, I think, is the problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you've got two god- godsons. Um, I mean, do you believe in the god part of that? Um, no, not really, no, um... And I've heard there's a there's there's a term odd odd parent. I think I prefer to be an odd parent actually. <laughs> um, I think you, you definitely the, are on the yeah. table. Right? Is that a sorry? Is that it was a compliment? Right? Okay, jolly good. Sorry, I'm just rather a strange sort of thing to say. Um, um, so, but um, right. Um, so, but anyway, um, I mean, I, you know, it's rather like I mean, it's one of those things one's allowed to say about oneself, isn't it? But not necessarily about somebody else. Um, <laughs> But um, I apologise. No, no, you shouldn't apologise. No, it's fascinating. I mean, I'm, I'm very interested in etiquette and how one does these sort of things. I mean, I'm um, so it's very interesting. I'm really bad um, at etiquette. No, well, well, I mean, um, that's I, that's why the show's quite good because I, I don't know. I, I you know, I, I say the things I shouldn't. I guess. Right. Yes, I see. Yes, yes, absolutely. Boot through the window and all that sort of thing. Um, see what happens. Um, right. Sorry. Um, Yes. We were, we so, what were you? You, I mean, were, you yes. were saying you considered yourself to be an odd parent rather than yes, a god. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, I mean, I certainly. I mean, I. I think there's a because there is a lot about um, there's a lot about organised religion which I think is 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 jolly good thing. Um, you know, there's there's um, you know, the community is important. I think um, the you know shared values, um, all of that sort of thing. And if there's any sort of you know, and I think, but I think it's important to question and it's important to. To look, you know, to look always, to look under the st- under the under the stones of one's belief, as it were. Um, that was rather good, wasn't it? I might <laughs> write that down later. That could be <laughs> go into a poem. Um, and um, so I think that's why, you know, as a as a, if I am, you know, if I am a god parent, I think that because I think you know, God is is. I do think that you know, I don't I don't perhaps believe in God as a as a. Um, well, I, I suppose if I do imagine that sort of God, he's a he's a grumpy man. Um, sitting behind a desk somewhere, you know, wondering why on earth everybody's doing everything so badly. Um, and so I don't, you know, I don't believe I don't believe in that. But I, there is a sort of godness to the universe, I think, and it's in humanity. I mean, I think that's probably what I would. Not that I'm, you know, I feel so I'm rather, I'm not an authority. To, I mean, I'm, it's very, it's awkward, isn't it, to talk about one's beliefs? But um, 
so I think you know in terms of what I would I would offer you know, as a godparent I think I would offer that sort of you know a, a, just a questioning a questioning frame of mind right I mean and so th- so that's the god part of the godparent I mean the the other thing that it sort of strikes me about your work and uh, one of the questions I often want to ask you and don't because I haven't got a microphone in my hand but then when I have that then it emboldens me in this way uh is I mean goodness I'm feeling jolly nervous now <laughs> what's it going to be do, do you do you, w- you know do you would you have would you like to or would you have liked to have had a family of your own mm. oh that's a, well that's a very good question I think um and well it and it's certainly something that I've that I've thought about, and it is. I mean, and and you're absolutely right. It's a very difficult question. Um, it's not something one can just ask, is it? I no. mean, it's, you know, people. Some people feel jolly affronted. I, which I don't. I mean, fortunately, but um, it is. Well, it's one of those questions, isn't it? You don't know when you meet people, and particularly when they're in couples and they don't have children. You don't. You know, is it, is it something biological, or you know, something doesn't work, or is it that they didn't want, and why didn't they want? You know, and all those sorts of questions come up. And I think you know, the question is really what we. You, we is it why is it why is it expected what you know what is the um why 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 should one feel that one is incomplete absolutely well um, I, I mean full disclosure i don't want to have children right i've in fact had a vasectomy so i can't have children i did i listened so to handy, that i did listen handy to that, that i still episode, want yes. to, yeah right um, i mean i have never brought it up in i mean for the same reasons i wouldn't want to say well absolutely well, you've got to be very interesting to listen to your podcast about having a vasectomy i you know goodness <laughs> you know, so anyway, that seemed very sure. I mean, people don't bring it up, but I'm I'm always happy to talk about it. But the the I mean, you've got to be careful though. Uh, I mean, uh, my 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 friends uh, announced their their second child uh, to me, um, and I said, and it was like a, a couple of days after I'd had the vasectomy, and I said, oh. That's great news. Guess what? I've had a vasectomy, uh, and then everyone talked about that instead of the child. And uh, I mean, it was uh, it was kind of affirming for me, but not for them. Uh, which I, I don't no, know. Parents again, get affirma- affirmation I mean, yes, quite a lot. It was they? a second child, so they've already had that. Right, I they've mean, already they, had know, to. Honestly, yeah, I know. After the first one, it does get hard to keep to, having to, children, yeah, so that people track on. give you attention. That's rather that's not a very good reason, is it? Um, so, I mean, I don't want to have children, but I mean, I've always wondered, do you want, like, I mean, because you've, you've talked around that issue there. I mean, that's, and that's, you know, perfectly appropriate, but I mean, you know, do you Well, you uh, no, I think, I, I mean, I'm, I'm terrified of the idea of having children. I think, um, you know, I, I just, there are all sorts of things about children that, that I mean, I very much, you know, with, with the godchild, for example, with the elder godchild, I, you know, I very much enjoy sending him home at the end of his visits. <laughs> um, there is a, you know, there's a, a relief um, and they, you know, they're just always there, aren't they? They're always, you know, looking at you and talking to you and doing things and needing things, and you know, that's a wonderful. It's a wonderful thing, but it's jolly tiring. And I, I don't think, and I, and I suppose what I'm saying is, I think there's probably there, it, there's there's something there's something that's not, you know, there's a there's a there's a switch in me that hasn't that hasn't flicked, as it were. Right. Um, I I haven't felt, you know, and I haven't been in a position to have a child, so that's you know, that's one thing. But. Um, no, I don't think I don't think I feel that I've missed out. Right. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, when I do think about it, I pity any poor child who would have grown up in my house. I think it would have been just frightful. So, um, so no, I don't think no. I well, think that's kind of along the same lines as the way I feel about children. So that's that's always, it's always nice to meet somebody else who, who feels similar way. Actually, and I think uh, you know there are people having children. You know, in where I live in Kensington, there are buggies all over the place. I think you know, there are plenty of children being made, so there I don't are. feel as though I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't feel as though I'm... I'm We're not going to run out of them no, anytime soon. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I mean, so I mean, like, I guess one of the, th- the reasons that people might 
kind of wonder if you want, like one of the reasons I wondered if you might want to have children is because I, I mean, it's not so much necessarily about the children, is it? I mean, maybe it's about the partner. Like maybe it's like you, you, you know, because you, it's just you and your rabbit at the moment, right? Which sounds, yes. I, don't, I don't mean um, to yes, say it that yes. way. It makes, it makes it sound sad, which it doesn't have I mean, to be. No, which isn't at all. I mean, it's a, I mean, I do, you know, I have friends in London who I see, but um, it is, yes, it's a circle of friends rather than a circle of family. Right. That's right. That's right. And it's probably a different, it's a very different sort of thing, I imagine. And, and, and you, but are you actively looking for, for a, a relationship at the moment, Samantha? Um, well, no. Well, I'm no, I mean, actively looking. That sounds rather like I'm marching up and down the high street with a sign, um, which I'm not. No, um, no, not at all. No, but I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not averse to the eye. I suppose I, well, um, I know, every now and then you meet somebody and you think, goodness, this would be, but I mean, it doesn't, you know, it never goes anywhere. And I mean, it's not, a, you know, but it's not something that, um, I suppose it would depend on the person, I suppose. That's probably the answer. I mean, have you ever tried internet dating? No, um, no, I haven't. It's a terrifying idea. Um, it has been suggested. My friend Angela does it. Um, I, I think she's an absolute fool for doing it. Um, but I mean, it seems to have worked out. This, you know, this man in Argentina, for example, he's, he was somebody she met online. And I was uh, I was jolly sh- sceptical about it actually because I said you know you, it could be anyone at all you know you can just you just pick a picture don't you and put it up it could be something from a magazine um, sorry did I switch that off or is it no it's no. still working um, so um, so but anyway so he d- apparently he does look more or less like he did online um, which was you know everyone's older aren't they in person um, yeah. but that's I mean that I mean I suppose philosophically speaking that is how it is with pictures you are older aren't you immediately yeah. um, so um, so that's not you know no criticism to him um, but I, I, I goodness me you have to describe yourself and describe what you want and so on and I think I don't know I, I you know I think probably I mean for I can't imagine anybody I just I can't imagine who it might be. I just, you know, it would be very... I don't know. So the answer is I don't know. No, so I'm not... Uh, sorry, the, uh, the question was about internet dating, wasn't it? No, yes. so no, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Right, okay, I mean, and uh, I mean, I guess, I mean... So, I mean, you're, you're not actively uh, pursuing, like, you're not coming up with ways to, to find partners. But, I mean, you wouldn't... No, w- yes, I suppose that's fair. Yes, but you probably right. You wouldn't yes. be adverse to partners approach or potential partners approaching you. Well, yeah, in the right way. Yes, that's right. What, yeah. What's the right way? For if there, if there's listeners know. at home who might be interested. Oh, goodness, no, I don't want I to mean, give out instructions. Um, I mean, I don't know. Jolly carefully, I think, is probably the, the answer. I'm not sure. I, I don't... Because um, it is very frightening, isn't it, when somebody comes up to you and says... You know, because you're never sure what they're, what they're, what they're wanting. Um, I, you know, I don't... I mean, I... Well, I mean, I have, you know... I. There have been people that I've shared dinners with and so on, and, and so I suppose it has happened. Um, but, um, I mean, it is a mystery to me. I don't know. I You know, I look around at people who have found people, and um, I do. I wonder how it happens. I don't... You know, it is a mystery to me. I don't understand how well, it happens. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone really knows how it happens. It just kind of happens, I guess. Right. But, I mean, uh, I mean... Or it doesn't. Or, or, it, does, or it doesn't, yeah, so uh, yeah. I mean, what is... like? It, it, if you, in your fantasies, in your imaginations, I mean, what would your what would your ideal partner be like? I think he would be he would be a comfortable sort of person. Um, he would probably like. He would well. He would almost certainly like knitted cardigans, and and sitting down and things like that. Um, I don't know. He might smoke a pipe. I rather enjoy the smell of, vi- of pipe smoke. Actually, I would smoke one myself if it didn't. I mean, it needs cleaning and so on, and it's rather you know. And then the, uh, you have to worry about the curtains. So, um, 
but no, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, um, I think you probably, you'd have to be very. I think you'd probably have to be quite understanding and 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 not very demanding. I think that's probably not not a gourmet either. That's probably important. Not not a gourmet. Unless, well, unless he wanted to do all the cooking himself. All ah, right. So if if you were cooking for him, he'd have it to would be, be it would be squashed eggs. Yes. <laughs> Yes, which is what my friend Angela calls my omelettes. I think it's jolly mean of her, actually. I think, but they, I mean, they do look like squashed eggs. That's absolutely right. Um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, yes. So if, if there's anybody listening out there who smokes a pipe and wears cardigans, he doesn't have to smoke down. a pipe. It's not, you know, it's not. But yeah, that, I mean, that's, but, um, that's not a deal breaker. No, I, no, okay. deal breaker. Yes, that's right. Yes, <laughs> it's a lovely term, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, when I'm thinking about it now, it doesn't seem to actually be a lovely term in a way. I mean, I don't really, I don't really want to think very, about it. You know, it really, you hear the snap, don't you? I mean, it's, it's a good phrase, but it's, it's, I don't really like to think of, 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 of love as a deal uh, in a way. Oh, I guess maybe. I mean, maybe it, but that's But it is, nice though, isn't yeah, it? it? Is. I mean, it is. It a, is. It's a, you both agree that, you know, certain things... And, you know, I don't want to sound too... But, um, well, you are, you you are know, training you, to be an I am, Well, exactly. I am yeah. training at the moment. Um, I need more practical experience, actually. So if anybody wants any... you can. I'm on the Twitter, so you can send me Twitter questions and I will respond. Um, but um, certainly, I uh, know, I think there is a certain amount of, 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 of dealing in relationships, isn't there? You have to, you have to reach agreements and so on. I, mean, I, 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 I agree. Uh, in fact, I guess now this conversation is, is kind of like that. Like we have to agree on what we're going to talk about in, in between each other, you know? That's right. And, 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 and I agree that, that I'm not going to leave before the hour is over and you agree right. the same. And, oh, you know, they're very simple things, but I think the same is probably true in relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've, I've found that to be the case, I guess, uh, in mine, um, which is, uh, yeah. I mean, simple things. If, you know, if I, if I were allergic to, to, to shellfish, it would be important that, that my partner didn't eat shellfish. I mean, that would be, you know, it would be... Well, I, I know what you mean. I'm, but uh, my, my, par- my partner is, it. My partner is allergic to uh, peanuts, and I do eat money. peanuts, but on, only when I'm in Edinburgh and she's far away. Right, yes, exactly. I, I load up on the Snickers and the Crunchy Nut Cornflakes as soon as I get into town. Um, so, I mean, would, would you... Talking about my partner, I was talking about um, the fact that I was going to have a conversation with you today, and, and Jen, my partner, uh, identifies as, a, as an introvert, and she wondered... If if you identified as an introvert yourself, um, I well, I interesting, yes, very interesting question because I've listened to I was very recently listening to a series of programs on Radio Four about the history of um, psychology, I suppose, um, and one of the and, and one of the 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 episodes was about introversion and extroversion and, and about the person who came up with the test um, to see if one was introvert or extrovert, um, and and. They were, you know, they were talking about some of the questions on the test, and you know, one of the questions is things like, "Ooh, oh, right, so that's it, is it?" No, no, no it's not it. That's just to tell me that uh, it's nearly it. Keep talking, Samantha. Right, sorry, I should. Yes, that's right. Sorry, it was jolly awkward, wasn't it? Um, right, sorry. Um, it was absolutely wonderful to watch you. It was like being at some sort of circus performance. <laughs> you it wasn't over bit. the chair. The like listeners that. won't get that, but the, uh, the no, audience saw well, an amazing imagine. routine. I did a that's somersault right. and everything. Oh, it's extraordinary. Um, so um, <laughs> anyway, so but. Um, what was the question? Introversion, extroversion. Yes. yes. So I think, well, uh, th- I think it's very difficult. You know, one of the questions I was just about to say. So one of the questions on the test was, um, do you, uh, I, I can't remember, are you, very, are you very outgoing in company or something like that? And, I, and, the, and the answer is yes or no. And I don't think that's sufficient. I, d- I mean, I, I, it very much depends on the day. So I think probably the, the same is, is, is true of whether or not I'm, you know, I, d- I, do, I do like to be by myself and I like to be with people. I don't know. Well, that's interesting. I think, I mean, because I, I, I've looked into this sort of stuff a lot 
about myself and I've come to like there's a there's a term called ambivert which means that you sort ambivert. of you, you 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 go between the two so you you know a, a classic extrovert will get energy from being with people right and a yes. classic introvert will lose their energy when they're with people so they need to go away and be on their own to recharge it and an ambivert o- oscillates between the two so I think, I think I'm probably oscillating yeah yes, I, I think, think I think too yes. I, I that's where I'm at I am so that's that's good that we're we're both oscillating as we as we and I wonder if maybe performers in general oscillate because there's a certain energy that you get from performing isn't there and right. if you don't get that sort of energy it must be jolly hard I think uh, yeah, I mean, it must be hard. Although there are lots of kind of classic introverts who do perform there are, as well. There are, an awful lot. I mean, yeah. Makes it very awkward backstage sometimes. It does indeed. <laughs> you want to very smile. Awkward. I mean, we're all nervous anyway, and then you're smiling at people saying hello, and they just grunt at you, and you have to remember, well, you know, they, not necessarily that they don't like me. It's, you know, all sorts of reasons. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel that way a lot myself, uh, which is awkward as someone who hosts tonight, because uh, I, f- I feel yes. like everyone, everyone, everyone doesn't like me, and then I bring them on. Well, uh, yes, that must be. It does. But you then run away, don't you? That's well, part of the... Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been a real pleasure getting better acquainted with you. Uh, the last question that I ask uh, everybody is, do you have anything to plug? Oh, goodness. Um, what would I... What would I plug? Well, I know. I suppose my I'm, I'm on the radio um, uh, on on a Monday night, um, and well, and a Tuesday night, I think. But that's that's going to stop at some point soon. It's not entirely within my control. Um, at some point, they'll just stop broadcasting me on a Tuesday. I don't. I mean, I, anyway, so it's not between me and the station. But sorry, that wasn't. I mean, that's it. Uh, anyway, so it's a conversation I need to have with Lolly. But. Um, <laughs> Um, but uh, so so far on Monday and Tuesday nights, as far as I'm aware, um, I mean, it's very strange, isn't it, to think I'll be talking away and nobody will be listening. Um, but uh, well, not so different from some nights at the Fringe, actually. Um, but um, I w- so on uh, on certainly on Monday nights from nine until eleven. Jolly late, but um, I can get the last bus back to Kensington. Um, uh, I'm so I'm on a, a it's a station called Gem Three. It's only on the internet, so you have to listen through your computer. Um, but um, I imagine most people have computers nowadays. So you go to gem3.com and, uh, and you can listen on a Monday or a Tuesday night. Brilliant. And you said you were on Twitter. How can they find you I'm on Twitter? I'm at Ms. Samantha Man, and man has two N's. And they're all capitals. So Muz has a capital M, and Samantha has a capital S, and Man has a capital M. But I think even if they don't put the capitals in, they will find you. You think on, you'll find Twitter, it, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I never, I never quite try. Well, I always imagine there are all these messages going astray, but perhaps there aren't. No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that, that there aren't. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna also briefly plug myself, which is. Uncharacteristic, but we are at the fringe. We're absolutely. There um, so, um, some days left. Th- so this is happening again next Tuesday. I'll be talking to a different guest uh, as part of the Getting Better Acquainted season uh, up here at the fringe this year. But on other days uh, at seven thirty in this room, uh, we have Stand Up Tragedy, which is uh, the, a show that I host and uh, Samantha hosted it last night. And we've got loads of other guest hosts who will be hosting it uh, throughout the fringe. So do do grab a leaflet on your way out, um, which will tell you who those hosts will be. There's some really excellent uh, p- people from the uh, from in spoken word people. We've got um, Faye Roberts is going to be doing other tragedies, oh, which is a version oh, of, of, I love of other of other voices which she does. So that will be lots of people. Unlike me, uh, you know, which is good. I think people like me should shut up a lot. Uh, In fact, which leads me to my other show that I'm doing uh, at the Fringe called What About the Men? Mansplaining Masculinity, which is all about how people like me should shut up a lot. But no, not really, actually. It's about how people like me get hurt by society and hurt people because of society. So when I'm saying people like me, I mean men, uh, which is not something that people think of me as often. uh, But never mind, I am one. Uh, (laughs) 
so yes, and the uh, the uh, the other the, there's some other spoken word people who are going to be doing stuff. We've got Keith Jarrett's going to be hosting. We've got Lucy Ayrton's going to be hosting. We've got Louise Fazakli is going to be hosting, and we've also got a night of sketch comedy from the sketch group Casual Violence. So make sure you pick up uh, the leaflets on your way out, or if you're a listener, go to www.standuptragedy.co.uk. Um, so that's my my plugs. But I also wanted to do two very brief plugs for a couple of shows that are at the Stafford Centre, which is quite far out of town so people don't go to these shows but I'd really like them to uh, particularly Howl of the Banty which is AJ McKenna's show that she is doing at 6.15 to uh, 7.15 uh, every day from now till the 22nd of August so go along soon because she's not here for very long and her show is kind of a little bit like my show but with more poetry and rants and, uh, and, 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 and quality uh, than mine um, and also I wanted to sort of give a shout out to Adventures in Menstruation with Chella Quint uh, that's happening uh, till the 28th of August. Uh, she's got a couple of days off, so check for them the sev- at 7.30 till uh, 8.20. Uh, this 24-hour clock thing always confuses me. I, I, as a host, I'm like, what, what does 19 mean? Um, but anyway, yes, uh, that's happening uh, at the Stafford Centre as well. So get along to some of those shows and uh, check out generally the spoken word section uh, at PBH Free Fringe, which leads me to the last bit I'm going to do, which I'm going to do towards the audience for a bit, um, because as this is a, a show that is part of PBH Free Fringe, it means it's free for you to come in, uh, it's free for you to also leave, uh, but if you do want to donate some money to me on your way out, that'd be really super great. I mean, I make so much free stuff. I make free podcasts. I put out free content into the ether all of the time. And guess what? Free stuff doesn't pay. Uh, so I don't have any money. So uh, since this is a live event, uh, it would be great if you could uh, pay me for the live, event- live eventiness of it. Yeah, that's a, that sounds all right. I, yes, a plug. I, I'm, I'm not good at plugging, to... but there we go. Um, so yeah, the last thing that I ask my guests to do is to say goodbye to the audience. And uh, we've got two audiences, so you can handle that however you like, really. We've got the audience in the room. Oh, everyone's looking around for the other audience. No, the, other, the other audience is at home. They're the listeners. Uh, they're, they're the other audience. Um, but yes. Well, good, goodbye. And goodbye. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah and, and audience, would you like to say goodbye to the audience? Goodbye, goodbye everybody. Thank you for listening. And thank you very thank much, you, Samantha. Thank you very much. This was a pleasure, Dave. It thank has you. been a pleasure for me as well. In fact, you know what? I always wanted to say this to you as well. You remind me of my Auntie Margaret so much that it's just, uh, this has been a really kind of, it's almost felt like I'm talking to a member of my family, literally. Oh, yeah. I hope. <laughs> if you're interested in hearing about masculinity and what patriarchy does to men and to all people if you go to the unbound website and there'll be a link to this in the show notes you can find mansplaining masculinity over there and pre-order a copy of that book unbound is a kind of cross between a publishing company and a crowdfunding company which means that the way that the books get published is that people who want to read the books pre-order those books they can pre-order them as a digital copy or as a hardback or they can pledge more money to get different kinds of things along with the book that they're pre-ordering you can find all of that stuff over on mansplainingmasculinity.co.uk if you're interested in reading about me and my dad and our relationship and dementia and memory and time and history and politics and love and friendship check out my essay series down to a sunless sea memories of my dad 
As well as making Getting Better Acquainted, I also co-produce and, I guess, star in the magical realist audio drama podcast, The Family Tree. In order to keep making it and to make season two as good as we want it to be, we need your help. So if you can afford to, then please do consider signing up to our Patreon appeal. You can find Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at GBA Podcast. You can find it on Facebook at Getting Better Acquainted. And you can find it anywhere that podcasts go to hang out with each other on the internet. And if you want to email me personally, that's gbapodcast at gmail.com or I'm goosefat101 on Twitter. And remember, there are lots of ways to get better acquainted. <laughs>